Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Just south of Christchurch is an equestrian hub with a large indoor arena and several paddocks where horses graze peacefully. Cosmo's there with horse trainer, educator and equine entrepreneur Chanel Dickey. We're standing in my stable block at Selwyn Equestrian Centre in Burnham and we hire out all the arenas. Um, I have grazing and adjustment horses so people pay to keep their horses here. Um, What else do we do? We've got a shop here, a Western tech and apparel shop so all imported gear from America because Western it's harder to find the tech and the gear you can walk into any saddlery here and find English stuff but good quality Western gear is really hard to find in New Zealand so it was a COVID lockdown idea for me to start bringing that in so yeah we've got a shop um, we run events like shows clinics Standard club coffee club yeah. anything to do with Anything horsey, we try to accommodate, yes. And what were you doing before you came here? I was a flight attendant, actually. I was the cab manager for Jetstar for eight years. And I had just kind of come to the end of my flying career. It wasn't doing it for me anymore. I, yeah, I needed a change and desperately did not know what to do where horses was always ticking over in the background anyway. So were your parents, you know, passionate about horses? Uh, my mum's always been into her race horses. Her dad had race horses, and then she's had race horses. And my dad, he used horses on the farm as stock horses. So we grew up on a big, big farm, about ten thousand acres down in Southland, um, sheep, beef, and deer. And I had a really fat old pony called Polly, and I was just sort of plonked on her back since I was about two years old, I guess, so I kind of didn't know any different, really. Mm. Do your parents still farm? Uh, My dad actually passed away about seven years ago, so no, he doesn't. (laughs) Um, But my my mum lives here with me. She just has the jobs of, like, mowing the lawns and the gardening here. Mm -hmm. Now we are standing beside a large horse truck here, and packed inside are some West style saddles and other horsey equipment. Yes, so this weekend uh, we're heading away to a barrel racing jackpot and a roping jackpot. My partner ropes, I also rope, um, but I'm better at my barrel racing. But yeah, previous weekend we were at Christchurch A&P and I was English, so that's where I'm quite unique really. I guess I flip-flop between English and Western each weekend. And you won an event at the A&P show? Yes, uh, uh, we young boy, um, his name's Does It On His Ear, he's only three years old, but he managed to take away champion in hand standard at Christchurch A&P and kind of surprised us all. So in hand, you just lead the horse out for the judge and best-looking horse wins, essentially. And the ridden, it's a bit more training involved. You've got to, well, I have to break the horse into saddle because these are all ex-race horses I've got, so they haven't actually had a rider on them. So you break them into saddle, get them going super nicely, walk, trot and canter, and then just ride them in circles around the judge. And again, she picks the best-looking one. So you get surplus to requirement racehorses and you give them a new lease of life? 
Yes, yeah, so just the standard reds ones, which are the ones that trot or pace, pulling a sulky behind them. I can't even count how many I've done. 70, 80, possibly more I've rehomed. And I probably own about nine standard breeds myself currently. It's windy out there, but let's wander out and meet some of your retrained horses. Okie doke. Okay, so this one just here is Fly. She went through the Hero program. She's very friendly. <laughs> She's having a good sniff of my recording apparatus, aren't you? Hello. So she is six and she's qualified for Horse of the Year. So we're heading up to Hastings in March. What's the HERO program? What does that mean? So HERO is, I think it actually stands for Harnessing Education and Retraining Opportunities. But it's run by Harness Racing New Zealand. It's their scheme to show that they care about the life after racing and the, the standard breed breed. So they're not just breeding and getting rid of them, essentially. They're showing that they care about what happens to them once they're finished. Do you purchase them or are they gifted to you? Um, they all have been gifted. I haven't actually ever paid for one. Um, I was already rehoming racehorses and Georgie, who is the facilitator of Hero, uh, approached me to do it under their banner, essentially. So they just give me standard breeds to rehome. Do you get X racehorses coming from all over the country or is it mainly from the Canterbury region? I just get the Canterbury region. We also have a hero retrainer up in Auckland and we have another lady, another girl, sorry, up in North Canterbury and we also have one down in Southland. So, yeah, we get from our local areas. What's the process? How do you approach retraining a racehorse? So I actually find standard breeds remarkably easy. She's going to eat the microphone. <laughs> um, they already have had something they call a saddle round their tummy, which is not a, not a traditional saddle like we all know. It's just um, a girth essentially round their tummy. So they've had that before. They've had a bridle on. They've had a bit in their mouth. They know how to steer and stop. They've had so much handling so essentially the only thing they need is weight on their back and pressure of your legs on either side. They, that's new to them. Have you been bucked off when trying to do that? No, nope, not touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, I act confident around them, give them nothing to worry about. If I got on a little bit cautiously and they're like, oh, oh, something's happening, oh, I need to be anxious right now then potentially but no I just talk to them and just act like everything's normal yes. and jump straight on <laughs> this one is Levy she's my barrel racer she's been very very successful last year though she was very sick she went um, underwent colic surgery so she's super lucky to be alive right now so she's half quarter horse half thoroughbred and yeah very fast what do you love about barrel racing? It's the biggest adrenaline rush that I've ever found. You sit in the box ready to go and you don't know whether you're going to vomit or pass out. <laughs> and then you do your run and you get out and like, oh my God, I'm on the go again. You have to get around the course as quickly as possible without what, knocking down any of the barrels. That's correct. Um, we've just had Methvin Rodeo was that three weeks ago and that horse and I we managed to do it in 16.6 .6 seconds and that was only fifth 
out of the top girls in New Zealand all came to that one. So we're very, very happy. Mm. So has the season just got underway? Yes, we've only had those two rodeos, Winchester Rodeo and Methven Rodeo at Labour Weekend, and our next outing will be Boxing Day at Miller's Flat. How much fun is it hitting the road with your horses? Oh, there's, yeah, it's the dream, literally living the dream. A lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat and tears and early mornings and, yeah, there's a lot go into it, but no, wouldn't have it any other way. This here is Duke. He's a pacer that won one race, but then, yeah, decided he didn't want to race anymore. Are all harness racing horses rehomed once they no longer do the racing? No, that's a good question. Um, some of them we don't deem suitable for rehoming due to either an injury they've had or their attitude. Sometimes they're just not interested in doing it or wouldn't be safe in a new home. Um, yeah, so we carefully select which ones are going to be rehomed and yeah, unfortunately some do not make it. So the other ones, what, I put down? Uh, yeah, or they, females become broodmares quite often. Mm. Males could be a paddock, um, a paddock mate for another horse or a, a paddock mates for young foals and weanlings coming through. But sometimes, I hate to say it, but the best option is to put them down if you know that they're not going to be looked after, if they're just going to be thrown in someone's back paddock, not fed, not barrier cared for not worms not so the better option for them is to be put down if they're just going to be forgotten about yeah. is it quite hard to find homes for them i haven't struggled at all through the hero scheme my ones don't normally even make it to the advertising stage they're normally snapped up before we actually get to advertise them they often end up in hands of beginners which is fine because they've got beautiful natures but they are also very new on their journey of being ridden too. So a green horse in the hands of a green rider is not always a great combination. So we only ever let them go if they have another horse at home. We don't like just one horse living alone. They're a herd animal. And yeah, they have to come here and ride in front of me and show me their skills. And I just base their competency on what I see. And they come a couple of times at least. And I don't know many horses that I've let go that haven't sort of had a tear in my eye if they've gone down the driveway. Yes. And the moment we enter your property, there is a pink theme. <laughs> Tell me about that. You're even wearing a pink top. Yes. Well, yes. I guess I've always liked pink and I like to stand out and not fit in. So it's become the branding, but not on purpose, purely by accident. <laughs> and now people just see pink things and think of me. Chanel Dickey there at the Selwyn Equestrian Centre. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. <laughs> 